Welcome to the first episode of Coast to Coast. As stated in the intro, I'll be asking people about their dreams and their passion. What gets them out of bed? So today I have the pleasure of conversing with one of my best friends in the world. We have known each other since the first day of freshman year of college. He's also an amazing artist who has also designed many beautiful graphics, including the cover art for this podcast. Here's my guest, Sam Withy. Hey, Brady. It's great to be here. Hey, thanks, Sam. So, Sam, like the podcast talks about, what gets you up in the morning? For me, I know myself, I tend to be a very goal-driven person. So I need to have a plan. I need to have a goal, something I'm building towards, something I'm working on. And that typically motivates me and drives me to get out of bed every morning. So um, for the past few weeks, it's been more about working on a website, um, Mm. you know, so being out of, you know, not working at the moment, it's kind of, you know, it's a scary time. You don't know what the future holds. You don't know like how secure your employment are is. So I've been working on, you know, just refining my personal website that, that really has been motivating to, you know, make that better, improve upon that. I mean, it's it's actually related to what I do every day. I work as a user experience designer. And so my day-to-day job is working with like websites and apps and software. And so, you know, I just, I love doing that. So, and I think that's another important thing in this whole topic, this whole discussion is what really motivates you? You know, what, what really... Um, excites you. And I think it's, I've spent a lot of time thinking about that because there have been a few days where I I just haven't wanted to work on that. Or, you know, part of it is writing and I'm not the best at writing, Mm. you know, and that's like a big block, you know, if I can't write this, you know, these few paragraphs, whatever it is, Mm. like, I'm just not going to work at work on it because I know that I'm not, I'm not good at it. So you have to yeah. like find shortcuts to get around those things. You know, for yeah. me, that's, for me, that's been like, Oh, I'll just write something and it'll be bad, but then I'll move on and maybe come back to it later. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's sort of the process of vulnerability of uh, putting yourself out there, um, sort of describing yourself to the world. And uh, with that, can you tell us a little bit about your uh, website? Yeah, I mean, mostly it's a portfolio site just to kind of go through some of the projects I've been working on at my my job that's day to day. And so, um, like I said, that's in user experience design. So, um, you know, the company I work for is all about photography and photos and helping people print pictures and you know, so it's it's really, um, you know, at the end of the day, though, it's, it's you know, working on like a personal website or portfolio site. It's a lot about like, you know, it's this introspection. It's this mm, look at you it. and like what makes, you know, you so great and what, why, yeah. why do you, you know, why should we consider like looking at your work or bringing you on like, and that's, that's, you know that's hard to do sometimes yeah, it's hard totally. to like, Oh, why am I so great? Like what, what do, you know, what do these experiences mean, you know, and how do I reflect that? Um, that's hard to do, but it's also really valuable. It's, it is hard to condense work, like condense in this case, years of, of work on some cases and do these little bite-sized, like, you know, this is your takeaway. Um, 
but it's been valuable. And I guess that's also what I try to do in my just personal life as well. So what have you learned most about uh, yourself during this process of introspection and journalism and, you know, sort of building your own portfolio for the world to see? I feel like I've still been in a mode of just absorbing um, and learning about things things i guess well part of my furlough has been taken i've taken time to like read books on on people i've i've wanted to hear and learn more about um so you know i started reading and finished reading daring greatly by brene brown wow. just a fantastic Great book. fantastic book on vulnerability and just what it means you know um to dare greatly which is essentially uh letting go of shame and uh, also clarifying the distinction between shame and guilt, how shame is like related to our identity is who we are as, as people. So if we, you know, mess up and we think like, oh, that's I'm bad instead of like, you know, I, I you know, I could have said something nicer in that conversation or I could have <laughs> done that in a better way. It's one of those books that I think you can take, you know, probably a year reading um, to fully like get all the insights from. I, I tend to listen to audiobooks these days just because it's easier for me. Um, mm. But there's just so much to unpack. So loved that. Um, I recently read Why We're Polarized by Ezra Klein, another great book kind of talking about this political time and the yeah. landscape and everything like that. Um, really insightful read. Um, I also read Waking Up by Sam Harris, which was really interesting, just kind of a lot about meditation and that kind of thing. So so it seems like you're rediscovering yourself in some ways or, or discovering yourself for the first time, especially during this hard uh, period of our history, uh, having to be uh, furloughed from job and isolated from the rest of the world outside of books and audiobooks and technology. I know I, I probably won't get this this time away from work very often. I'm, I'm supposed to be returning to work here soon. So I'm preparing for yeah. that. And also kind of like the portfolio is also to prepare for the worst in case, you know, that's it gets extended or anything like that. But yeah, but yeah, I do. I have this time to like, like reflect, you know, on myself <laughs> and um, just other people and the ideas they're sharing and, and you know, uh, flesh out my worldview a little bit more. I think that's always yeah. been my background uh, journey, um, just kind of making sense of the world through the lens of yeah. other people and, and then, you know, kind of define things and refine those ideas my, for myself. Um, that's, so, I think, I think a, a lifelong endeavor. I don't know about, what do you think about that? I would say the biggest analogy I use for my own life is a pilgrimage. Yeah. Uh, whether that's in who I am, my faith, my hobbies, my any my marriage, I'm married, so you know everything is a learning curve. Everything's a pilgrimage. I'm a new dad, so you know there's definitely a learning curve and a pilgrimage there. How do I be a better father? How do I be a better um, husband? How do I be a better uh, person in general to other people? People I agree with and disagree with alike. Um, so I think it's like you were saying, and I, I totally uh, piggyback off this idea of uh, um, shame and guilt and Brene Brown, because I've also studied a lot of Brene Brown's works and listened to a lot of her TED Talks and things like that, where it's 
and, and during these times of introspection, we have the opportunity to deal with the good, the bad, and the beautiful in our in our lives. And uh, I think that's that's what makes these times um, hopeful. You know, that's and that's partially why uh, I made this podcast so that we could find hope in dark times. And uh, you know, being an extra, extreme extrovert, I think. It's it's very difficult to be isolated from the rest of the world and from the people I love here locally and or across across the nation. I totally agree with that anal- uh, analogy that that life is a, essentially a pilgrimage, a journey of of uh, discovering oneself over and over and over again, or maybe just the rediscovery of self. Um, and we change so often. We change mm-hmm. so much. It's not just our tastes, it's it's our thought processes. And in some ways, our worldview, our worldview in some ways changes over time as we get older, as we experience new things. My worldview is totally different, uh, not totally different, but some ways different than before when I had not a wife and not a kid. And so that, that, those, that those relationships totally drastically change my worldview in some ways. And so I think that's what is so beautiful, but also very difficult. And and uh, to ask a question right here, um, so what has been the most difficult point of these self-reflection, introversion, pilgrimage during this time of isolation for you, Sam? Partly it's been the days where I haven't had that motivation or I've had those something yeah. else. I think my, I know that when I tend to, when I don't have something I'm working towards or when I don't, uh, when I'm just failing to meet my goals for myself, I, I oh. will definitely be, uh, hard on myself. I'll definitely feel like, you know, ugh, I got to write off this day. Cause I just, I wasted, wasted the day. I could have been doing <laughs> this. I could have been doing that. And I was just avoiding work or I was just avoiding the things, you know, I found to be too hard to try to do today. A lot of introspection too much can be hard too at some times, you know, Um, for sure you can spend time like just deep in your thoughts and that can be, you know, like a black hole in some regard. And so, um, you know, and I think, I guess the third thing would just be like, you know, we're self-isolating right now and that's, you know, along with a, a lot of other people and, that's that means you know exactly what it means and so to be out of you know to be not working at this time and not able to see people is you know of course of course it's its own challenge and so i think you know i don't know i think it's it's thinking through all these things and at the same time like trying to read books and trying to listen to sources that you know maybe don't directly conflict with my own beliefs, but like maybe challenge them or up them in some way, you know, Mm. like I hope that's what I'm always trying to do is to, um, you know, take in, in stuff that's like kind of edgy to my own beliefs and my own worldview. Like, like I want to be able to, you know, of course no one can like read things they disagree with all day and be like, well, I've, I'm better for it. I'm more (laughs) well-rounded now. Yeah, you know, that's that's hard to sustain, I think. But if you can like if you can read and, and listen to and take in stuff that's like, 
well, but what about this? And it's just like a slightly sh a slight shift of an idea maybe you already have um, or, you know, thinking on something. Um, you know, reading the book on Brene's book is was hard because, you know, it reminds you how how prone to like avoid vulnerability you are. And that's like hard to think about at times, you know. So um, it's, it's kind of stuff like that where I, I hope I'm doing the work to um, kind of to kind of wade into that, you know, those those parts of my life that are, you know, they're it's kind of rough around the edges and need some improvement. I, I totally agree with you. I think that self improvement is so important. I uh, I just see it in my own life during this time as I was speaking. I think it's when I had my son. He just shows me all the things that. I haven't done all that great, you know, mm. that I'm not as patient as I may have thought I was. And I'm not at times as kind as I need to be and these other things. And so, um, but like you said, there's a balance between reflection um, and reflections on the needs of your life and the things that you're thinking about. And also this grace for yourself. You know, I think mm. at times, I, I know from the own experiences that that uh, grace for myself and, uh, you know, self-care is one of the hardest things. Mm. I'm very relational and I, I want my life to be about other people. But at times, uh, you know, you need that time to re-energize yourself by uh, taking care of yourself. And I think that's something that this time has given me the opportunity to in some ways is to try to find those rhythms of self-care mm -hmm. uh, outside of relationship with other people because I can't see people face to face. I can't go to a coffee house and meet up it's with kind a of friend, forcing you into this. <laughs> um, which is very difficult at times as we've already talked about. But as you seem to hint on, there's some positive in this time of isolation because it, it forces you to come to grips with things uh, and, and ideologies and, and things in your life that aren't um, that you want to you want to change that that you want to better yourself in. And when we're constantly going, 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 working, 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 we don't we we tell ourselves we don't have time for this. I don't have time to sit down and think. I don't have time to sit down and read a book. I don't have right. time to sit down and, and process, <laughs> you know, what I've been it's doing for the last privilege. three years. I, it's sort of a privilege in disguise. It really is. And I think that some people really take advantage of it and other people, other people don't. And of course there are plenty of people who can't, I mean, during this time, like the pandemic yeah. is like a life or death situation yeah, totally. for one reason or another. Like yeah. You could, you know, totally. like just being able to have a safe place to self-isolate. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine yeah. if I was in a position where I didn't have that, you know. I will also say that there have been plenty of, of <laughs> hours of watching Netflix and look, listening to music and <laughs> yep. doing like a lot of stuff that's yep. not self-improvement. Like for fear of anyone thinking that I'm spending yeah. all my time just working on my goals and improving myself. <laughs> It's far from the truth, you yeah. know. In our, in our, my best self maybe is, is working on things. What is something that you'll never forget from this time, uh, and hopefully more on the positive end of things? So, what is something positive that you want to take away from this 
time of isolation. I'd like to think that I can always have like build in time to reflect working, you know, a normal work day every day to not doing that. You know, I, I guess it reminds me of like, well, I'm going to retire one day. Well, I'm, you know, this is going to be the normal one day, you know, and how do I want to live my life? Like if you had a blank canvas, if you had like, this is your ideal version of the world where you don't have to work at all. You are self, you know, you have all your needs are being met. Like, how do you spend your time? What do you do? Like, what would your perfect yeah. life be? What would I do even if I had unlimited time? you know, and yeah. <laughs> so I guess it's, it's, a, it's a nice to be able to just think on that, even if it's just for dreaming's sake, like even if you'll, you'll never get yeah. there, but you know, maybe it inspires you to work towards something. I don't know. Yeah. It seems also, I was thinking about you're gaining the skills for the future, the skill of, uh, of introspection that can be such as I said before, a gift in some ways. And at times, if you do it too often and too um, too far, it can be at times, not I wouldn't say a curse, but it can be a, uh, a difficult painful, thing. Yeah. Um, it can be painful. Yeah, it's a perfect way of putting it. Um, so yeah, you're learning. It seems like learning skills for the future, whether that's in retirement way later down in life um, or uh, just for those moments where maybe there's a crisis or maybe there's something difficult in your life happening um, that you have in some ways, this new skill and, and gaining the skill of self introspection. Those are skills that are really important um, for times when we're not working at, or when we are retired later in life. So I think that's a really astute and, interesting thought there. What is one thing that you want the audience to know about you, Sam? One thing I want the audience to know about me since discovering Spotify when it came out years and years and years and years ago, uh, that's been one uh, making playlists, listening to discovering new music is one like constant mm. source of um, just joy. <laughs> Not to exaggerate yeah. too much. But uh, that's one thing I try to, you know, every year kind of collect my, my favorite albums I've listened to and, and um, you know, favorite songs and things. And um, so that's always fun. Uh, I guess I started, I could also talk about how I started um, doing what I do today, which is user experience design. Yeah. I mean, that that really kind of traces back to um, starting out, like getting interested in photography, actually. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so Talk about that. In, gosh, I was probably like 14, 13 or 14, and I got my first digital camera, and that really opened my mind. Um, it was <laughs> so much fun just trying to take good pictures and so later on like I think I, I saved up one summer for a nicer camera a few years later and sure. that kind of sparked this seed of just wanting like I guess really just pursuing like visual art for the first time and yeah. for a while I thought I was gonna 
you know, have my own photography business, you know, but I think part of me also doubted um, that and doubted it yeah. being a sustainable thing. I don't know why I was so cynical back then. I think that's a trait I've maintained <laughs> um, till today. Going into to college, I, I, I took a graphic design class. And when I took that class, that kind of brought together a lot of what I liked about photography, um, but made it a little more intentional. Yeah. Like I could control things um, more. I could craft a visual instead of capturing it, you know, finding it and capturing it. Um, yeah. You know, which you can do in photography, but it's, it's, you know, you have to, most of the time you're, you're capturing. So with, gra you know, graphic design, it kind of became this, this medium of like, Oh, graphic designers, they know, they know what's cool. Like they, they are on the inside. They have their <laughs> hand on yeah. the, like the pulse of culture. Like they know, you know, what's going yeah. on and they're like, they have the best taste and like design is just, you know, those are the cool people. I want to be like them. And so learning more about graphic design, you know, I, I just jumped into that world as much as I could and out, out of college, that was my first full-time job working as a graphic designer. Wow. And that came with a lot of learning, you know, and, and understanding like, yeah. I, what I liked about it and what I didn't like about it. A lot of graphic design, you know, you picture it as, um, I don't know, more just art for art's sake, but a lot of it, of course, is commercial and has a specific purpose. And it's like, you know, you're designing like for sale, this blah, 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 blah. And like eye catching graphics that aren't really that inspiring. Um, they're yeah. just trying to get attention and, you know, and that that's, mm. that's good, but. I think I kind of grew, I grew tired of, of some of it. Another person could find endless creativity from that, um, from that field. I think I just got in my specific where I was working, just got a little burned out. And, um, yeah. And that's when I guess things switched digital for me, looking at like user experience design positions. Um, we had to do a little bit of that in my graphic design role, but, um, it gave me like a little bit of a um, a taste for that kind of work, just how much I enjoyed it, I think, on one of the projects I worked on. And so I looked into it more and um, I got the job I have today. And I think, you know, I think within awesome. weeks and months, maybe a few months, I really recognized like, wow, this is, you know, this is better. <laughs> this is better. Than, um, I'm, I'm yeah. enjoying this more. And it was, you know, really just building something yeah. piece by piece, like working on the same project over an extended period of time, Yeah, like making it a little bit better, you know, at, at a time, not having to do as much like visually creative graphic work, but more like thinking about systems and people. It's a lot about listening. It's about a lot about, um, you know, you have to understand who is using whatever website or app or whatever thing it is you've you've built and your job is to just listen to them and help solve their problems and of course you have business needs that you need to fulfill as well but you know at the heart of it it's really trying to solve people's problems and communicate well and you know you have to do a lot of listening to do that well it is just kind of a great exercise in summarizing like the work i've I've been doing and you know what i've learned I, I love like fiddling with stuff like this like websites and although i don't you know i'm not 
literally uh, hand coding this myself. Um, it's still fun to get to build um, and tweak. I think I've been customizing it more, more so than I have with previous uh, websites in the past, which was more just like a cookie cutter template or something. I've, I've more uh, yeah. kind of at least designed this from scratch. Um, so, so that that's been fun, but you know, I don't know. I think one day it would be, if we're talking about farther out, what are my aspirations? You know, I would, I would love to like, I think this is very idyllic, but you know, I would love to have this, you know, small company, like maybe like building an app or a website, you know, this company would be of, of course yeah. my, you know, five to 10 closest friends and we'd all be like working on something together and making money for it. And like, That's you know, awesome. just that kind of collaborative yeah. environment um, just around friends. That would be the dream. I thank you so much for uh, this time together and just letting me hear your story and your passions in life. We thank you for listening uh, to coast to coast. Uh, my guest has been Sam Withy, the, my one of my best friends and a graphic designer. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you coast to coast.